What is up, everybody? Welcome back to the Triple H Podcast. Happy Hour Hoops All-Star Episode Edition this week. We'll be going over everything All-Star Game, All-Star Weekend, Dunk Contest, three-point news and notes, as always. Just me and Jake tonight. Steve has the night off. He has some takes. He has some takes that we'll we'll yes, we'll get always. through the airwaves to him, um, or for him, I should say. But before we get into all the good basketball stuff, guys, Happy Hour Hoops is brought to you by, you guessed it, Win Streaks. Happy Hour Hoops is back, and so is our presenting sponsor, Win Streaks. It's simple, guys. You pick teams to win games. You accumulate points based on those picks, and then you win cash prizes weekly. Win streaks is 100% free to play. You make a, up to five picks per day on all your favorite sports. NBA, NFL is now over, sadly, but you can as soon as football season rolls back around. NHL, college basketball is on the th- in the thick of things right now, right around the corner of March Madness. 100 players win cash prizes up to $2,000 every week. The contest runs from Monday to Sunday. And again, guys, no deposits ever. 100% free to play always. Use our code HHH when you sign up and start winning cash prizes. And you guys saw, you guys saw us do our giveaways before. We have another one that we'll be doing next week on the podcast. So get those downloads in now. Jake, if you're, if you're watching on the YouTube, Jake is showing you the screen what win streaks looks like. So easy to use. You just scroll down, pick games, cool. pick who you want to win. But like I was saying, we did a contest or two in the past where we gave away a game time gift card. This time we are giving away a $10 game time gift card for everyone who uses our code HHH when you sign up for the Win Streaks app. So go ahead and do that. Download the Win Streaks app. Use our referral code HHH when you sign up and you will automatically be entered to win this $10 game time gift card for your next for your next NBA game that you go to cuz we all know that you guys are dying to get there. You can use your $10 game time gift card courtesy of Winstreaks given to you by us. All you have to do, it's so simple. Use the code HHH when you sign up for Winstreaks. Start winning cash prizes now, guys. And now let's get in to the good stuff. NBA All-Star Weekend is here. Uh, You know, some of the players are going on vacation already. Some guys are getting locked in for their contests or big game, whatever they're involved Mm. in. And uh, Jake, how how are you? Uh, I'm always excited for All-Star Weekend. I love All-Star Weekend. Now, oddly enough, Every All-Star weekend, I have memories of hockey because I would be at a hockey tournament every single All-Star weekend. He's always had a President's Day tournament somewhere in the world. But that just meant that Saturday night, I was locked up with a bunch of my friends with slices of pizza, pop, you know, soda, whatever you call it in whatever part of the country you're in, galore, and we're just watching dunk contests year after year after year. So, like... It's a great memory, honestly. I love All Star Weekend. Love the vibes. Love the energy from Friday night on. It's gotten so much more fun with social media, like seeing some of the stuff that people will do, the so the content, everything that comes out from it. We have one of the greatest gifts of all time: Shaq with the two phones filming from All Star yeah. Weekend. Like we get so many just memorable moments that are just part of our life now. 
like JBC's life because HHH saved his life, which you're welcome, JBC. Yeah, it's true. Happy hour here for you. Does tend to save lives. People, people have said Very that. True. But yeah, man. No, this is it's a special time of year. Um, I think it's a good I mean, it's always great, right? Like it's a good halfway point or a little over halfway always. But it's a good just like just good break for everyone, because like I said, some guys go on vacation who aren't involved and they can get the rest or whatever peace of mind they need to get off the court. And then it allows, you know, the rest of these guys who we, we talk about so much how saturated the NBA is with talent. And how this leads to guys getting underrated. But this is also a cool weekend because it lets some of the guys who are in the dunk contest or the three-point contest or the skills challenge showcase those skills that they have and don't usually get to be seen on, you know, uh, a big level or a national televised game or whatever it may be. Uh, so the All-Star Weekend special for a lot of different reasons. We're going to go over the three-point contest, dunk contest, and then obviously break down the big game. But before we get to all of that, we will get into our news and notes. And uh, this week, we actually had something that has only happened six times in the history of the NBA. And it's between the Knicks and the Rockets because the New York Knicks are protesting the Rockets game for missed foul calls. Uh, The Knicks and Rockets aren't scheduled to play again this season, but the hope would be to win the protest for the Knicks and play an overtime period to complete the game. Only six protests. So there's been more than six protests, but only six protests in league history have been upheld. Uh, this is crazy interesting because they don't have another schedule, another scheduled game. So this game would have to be forced into the schedule, um, you know, make travel work, make – you know, I don't know. Do they play this at a neutral site? Do they play this at the Knicks arena if they win this protest? Somebody else's arena. <laughs> yeah, right. I don't who knows. Do they do it at halftime of the all-star game, maybe? Uh, but it's <laughs> it. a whole lot of work to do just an overtime period. Now, if these teams had another game scheduled, I think this would be a no-brainer. I think the league would maybe or maybe not a no-brainer, but I think it would be a lot easier for the league to do. This it, it's just funny, right? Because like you it it's only happened six times in NBA history where this has been upheld and it's been granted. Uh, and now we have a situation like this in, in 2024. And it's interesting. I don't I don't really recall any of these like be or being like notable situations. I did see no. someone on TikTok breaking down that I guess this happened with the Miami Heat with Shaquille O'Neal. Where oh, he I guess he fouled out of a game in 07, 08 with the Miami Heat before he was traded to the Suns. Okay. I forget who the Heat were playing, but he fouled out of a game wrongfully. They said it was a sixth foul. It's mm. only his fifth foul. He sat the remainder of the game. The Heat lost. They protested. Um, it got upheld. They won the protest. But by the time they won the protest and were able to play, I forget how much of the game was left when Shaq fouled out, but they played that amount of minutes. Um, Shaq was already traded to the Suns, so they they granted <laughs> they granted the Heat this wish because Shaq was wrongfully fouled out, and then by the time they replayed the whole scenario, Shaq wasn't even on the team anymore. So Jesus. I kind of hope for some more dramatics like that, but this is uh, I well, the, Knicks, this is- the Knicks have a reason to be angry. That's the thing yes. too. Yeah, true. 
egregious. I haven't watched any live, but I've always watched the highlights and watched it afterwards, and it was egregious. Like, the Knicks have every right to be pissed off about this. It's crazy that more teams don't do this. I guess you really would have to, like, the fact there's only 12 means you really have to bring a case. The league's not going to show up its referees very often. So that's, you know, it's got to be hard to do this. But first of all, you got to have a coach like Tibbs, who's just a hard ass no matter what. So he's a guy who obviously is going to, I feel like, the perfect personality and type of coach to go after and do this. But like I said, it was horrible. I I don't know. The the Knicks have every right to want to protest this. And I don't know what's going to happen out of it. But they... They got screwed over pretty bad there. And hey, they're in a battle in the East right now. Like, this is, they didn't go, you know, lose two spots in the standings because they're one game back. They didn't think about this game. The expanded, they're going to let people live it down. So, no. every game is important right now. You got to turn over every stone. A lot of anger from Tibbs, a lot of frustration within the organization when something like this happens. Yeah. So, we'll see. We'll see if, if the league grants them what they want. But, Definitely, definitely interesting to see a, a protest in the NBA. Um, speaking of things that are interesting, Draymond Green and Yusuf Nurkic round two. Oh it happened the other night. Um, I mean, there's so many moving parts here. Draymond's after the game, a few days removed, I believe, he calls out Kevin Durant and Nurkic because of their comments uh, that they made originally. And then Nurkic walked his back that saying, you know, I take back what I said about I hope he gets help. He kind of said he didn't really care uh, and that it wasn't going to change anything. Basically saying Draymond hasn't changed. Uh, I guess he just is what he is, which, I mean, it kind of seems like that since he came back. He hasn't really, I mean, he hasn't got ejected as frequently or hasn't got as many technical fouls or flagrant fouls, whatever you want to call them. But the antics still seem to be there. Um, you know, battling with Nurkic, that's, you know, I think everyone loves that. Everyone loves the fire yeah. on the court. It's great. Um, no one's saying that they don't want competitive or even hard nose or even a little dirty basketball every once in a while. I think everyone likes that. But it's just Draymond gets into these moods, man, and then he takes to his podcast, and he's always right. <laughs> um, and, and just here we are again, him calling him out. He was calling Nurkic little, which – I think it's supposed to be satirical, obviously, because in the same breath, he was saying that he has Nurkic has 70 pounds on him and he shouldn't be able to move him like that. But he did. Um, This is this is I chalk this up as just classic Draymond. But um, what do you think about all this? Yeah, classic Draymond. That's a perfect way to describe it. I'm shocked that. Why I don't know why he's going on the podcast and doing this, but it's just like he has such a warped reality of what's going on, A, or B, he's doing this on purpose to be the heel and be the bad guy that everybody and it gets him more attention than his play on the basketball court right now in his career. And mind you, he's been good since he came back. And the Warriors defense has been awesome and has helped them make this little mini run and push back into the play in and playoff territory. But Draymond wants attention. Like, that's why, like, the crux of this, all of Draymond's antics is that he wants attention for what he's doing, no matter what. And it's, he's going to go the extra length because it's going to irk you and it's going to make you worry about Draymond when you should be worrying about Steph Curry. Like that, like there's, I really do believe there is a method to his madness. I think he's doing this on purpose. He just doesn't care 
what the public now you also have to be a little crazy to decide to do this like in real life like this isn't wrestling this is real life nba basketball and this dude just goes out there and acts nuts like he's he's yeah. unhinged sometimes and so i think he has to keep this even if he doesn't believe that which i hope he doesn't really believe that right um i realize it's auto corrected to nerd kick which did you auto correct <laughs> that to do that i don't know if i did that or you did that but that's great I don't think I did. Okay, well, I think I was uh, just putting the the kick in there for thinking of Draymond. Yeah, <laughs> that's perfect. Yeah, let's just um, roll with that. There you're rolling with that. But Nurkic is Nurkic has every right to be mad. Like the fact that he came after the the reason I think that it's uh it's more just Draymond like playing up the part. Because you went after KD too. Yes, right? exactly. Yeah. Like what KD had nothing to do with this, bro. You attacked Nurkic. Like, what are you bringing Kevin in for? Except to start the tweets up, like, oh man, see, told you, told you that they weren't uh told you that they weren't boys, told you that Draymond got Kevin out of there. Like, there's that's what he's trying to start up again. He like he is I really don't think Draymond's stupid. I think that he's doing this on purpose. It's kind of yeah. like he's kind of like evil LeBron, like in the way he manipulates these things, and those guys are really close. Like, yeah. like clutch sports loves to do this too. Like, I feel like it's all very calculated by Draymond. Yeah, and it, what's weird about, especially like if he's serious about KD, because he's referring to Durant the first time he punched Nurkic, because obviously Durant was asked about a post game the same way Nurkic was, and Nurk that's when Nurkic said, "I hope the brother gets you know the help that he needs" or something along yeah. those lines. Um, and then Kevin Durant said something pretty similar, but it, it sounded a little more heartfelt from Durant because obviously, you know, they're teammates. They were close for a few years. Um, and I'm sure, you know, this respect level between KD and Draymond Green is is a little bit stronger than the respect level between Nurkic and, and Draymond Green. Yeah. But Kevin basically was like, yeah, you know, I hope Draymond gets the help that he needs as well. And Draymond, looking back on it now, he goes – he called it Kevin Durant questioning his character, which is crazy because that's obviously not what he was doing. He said, you go and question somebody's character in front of the whole world, question mark. That's whack. I think they're all whack, both of them, talking about Kevin Durant and Nurkic. So I think you're right. I think this could just be Draymond stirring the entire NBA pot. Um, and, Bastard. you know, we'll see. The the Warriors, aside from last night, I think before last night's loss, they were on a six-game winning streak. So they're, they're doing what they can to, to get out of that hole that they've got themselves in. But um, definitely still have a lot of work to do. Draymond definitely still has a lot of work to do. So we'll see, man. Um, it's, it's Draymond Green. You got to just learn to expect this. <laughs> exactly. And speaking of Draymond, we love these Draymond Green transitions and talking about punch jokes, but this was a happy accident. The next thing on our dock is Isaiah Stewart punches Drew Eubanks in the face last night. Uh, Shams can't get enough of reporting on this. I feel like he's oh my typed, God, typed the words punched in the face probably 400 times since yesterday. He seriously cannot stop talking about this. It's kind of funny at this point, but... That is what happened. Isaiah Stewart of the Detroit Pistons, uh, I guess in the depths of the arena, somewhere near the locker rooms or in the tunnels. Stewart and Eubanks ran into each other. They faced off in their matchup in November, I believe it was. Yeah, they what, had some, 
some sort of altercation in the middle of a game went chest to chest and now months later it it, I, it that's the crazy part is this was like this was not just a fight like i mean it was a fight basing from a game but this is like premeditated like serious sitting there waiting he's like bro the second we see this team again i'm doing this it's, that's terrible yeah. and like they must really hate each other because no disrespect to either <laughs> guy but like Drew Eubanks is a guy who averages five points a game. I'm yeah. looking up Isaiah Stewart's numbers as we speak because I'm not as sure on him. I know he's had, you know, some more relevant um, seasons in the past. Let's see. What is – I can't see this for some reason. I'm sorry. Eubanks. This is he, bad radio. Not- 11 points for Stewart and five for Eubanks. So, you know, two, like – and Stewart's a little more relative or relevant, I should say, but he also plays for the Detroit Pistons, so not really. Eubanks is a very bro. When you search low... Eubanks on Google, I, I, it's Christopher Eubanks is the first one who shows up. <laughs> the American tennis player. The second yeah, Eubanks, it's... it also says "see result about Arkansas State Representative John Eubanks." That's who <laughs> Drew Eubanks is. Yeah, and so like that's how you know these guys hate each other because it's not like real <laughs> beef that had happened recently. This is this is just weird beef, and like the fact that they did it for no cameras. Obviously, it was caught on camera. They're re- the league's reviewing the footage and stuff, but like yeah. this wasn't in a game where it was on TV. Like these guys nope. just straight up don't like each other. They got uh, the report from Shams was they got chest to chest in the tunnels, and they were chatting. Stewart put down his bags and immediately punched Eubanks in the face. <laughs> um, and the report now today is that he barely flinched and he was stone cold. He got Sham said this too in, in the video report. He said he was punched in the mouth area, uh, whatever that. I mean, you could have just said he got punched in the face. That's it's close enough. Uh, but barely flinched and stone cold. So I guess Eubanks is a hero in this situation, and um, the Phoenix police. Their statement on this, because it happened in, in Phoenix, uh, Stewart was arrested for assault and issued a citation and then released. The investigation remains active. I believe that is with the NBA and the police. So um, I don't know. I don't know if Isaiah Stewart's going to be charged with anything, but he definitely could be. It, yeah. It'd be a little more of a story if this happened, uh, if this happened on the court, or even in in a situation where Poole and Draymond Green happened, where TMZ leaked it. I don't know if we're getting a TMZ leak with tunnel footage from the Phoenix Suns arena, but we might. That's that, that does seem like it's up their alley. Yeah, it could be. Uh, but not something you see in the NBA every day. So we we nah. we figured we'd throw it in the dock and, and discuss it with you guys. Yeah, that's crazy, bro. That's like like Stewie was looking for. Him. He was just waiting. Like he's an angry dude, dude apparently. But everyone, everyone remembers his rampage. Man, like it, well, he did go after LeBron. Like that's yeah. why I'm wondering. Like he he's gone from LeBron to Drew Eubanks now. Like that's just a crazy, the crazy that's crazy range. He's just got beef just... with everybody. Yeah, he uh the Pistons have had quite the drop off, man. So this is this is who they're picking fights with now. It's not the best. <laughs> I'm telling you, he doesn't even pop up on Google results, man. It's third down the list. That's crazy. Um, all right, before we move uh, on, if you had to guess if Isaiah if Isaiah Stewart does get a suspension, how many games are you thinking? Six. 
I like that. Yeah. I, I was going to say how much, how many, they got like 30 games left. So yeah, I feel like six would be like a good amount. True. Good of point of how left. many, how many games are left. Yeah. 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 That's, that's a good something. spot. He should get suspended. You can't just do that. You yeah. I think he, I think he will. Yeah. Especially if they have footage and see it. Yeah. They yeah. Get out of there. Yeah. So that was uh that was fight night in the NBA last night. We weren't, we weren't able to see it. Unfortunately, maybe TMZ will get their hands on this. Like Jake said, that seems like something that, uh, is up their alley, but let's get into the good stuff. Let's get into the all-star festivities, starting with the starry three-point competition. We're going to go over the actual three-point contest, and then Sabrina versus Steph as well, um, which, you know, I, I wouldn't be surprised if people are more excited for the Sabrina-Steph matchup than the actual three-point contest. But the starry three-point contest we have Malik Beasley, Jalen Brunson, Tyrese Halliburton, Damian Lillard, who Damon's the defending champ, Lori Markkinen, Donovan Mitchell, Carl Anthony Towns, and Trey Young. Good group, good group of shooters. Um, anyone, anyone stand out to you? I did actually just see the odds on twitter somewhere let me pull those up who stands out to you uh off the rip or do you already have someone that you know that you're taking to win this competition well i would love to just pick donovan mitchell here and call it a day but this is this is an interesting one because i feel like i mean dame dame is definitely the i mean well you're gonna tell me the betting odds but i think in my brain dame is the favorite just he is the betting favorite okay Makes sense. I kind of like Lori Markkinen, but I feel like tall guys never do great in this contest. Like the it takes too long or something. I don't know. Maybe that's me. Maybe I'm projecting and don't really. That's no facts to that or anything. Halliburton got the home crowd with him. Could be the way, but I, I think I think I'll go with Cat. I think Cat, Cat one. Gets, I was gonna say Cat won two years ago. I think. Yeah, right? I think Cat. Yeah. I think Cat gets it done because he's been hitting those shots like crazy. And yeah, I mean year, that's the reason he's an All Star this year. Yeah, and so I'm I'm going with Cat. I don't like it, but it's just the name that's jumping out to me right now. So three guys are plus six hundred. He's one of them. Okay. Um, it goes Lillard at plus four fifty. Malik Beasley, who I think would be my uh my educational guess of who's going to win. He's plus 550. Tyrese Halliburton's also plus 550. Trey Young's plus 600. Katz plus 600. Jalen Brunson's plus 600. Marketing is plus 650. And your guy, Donovan Mitchell, is plus 700, which I will say, I like him for the value. I think that's crazy that he has, uh, has the longest odds there. Yeah, I wonder so my, that, that's surprising, honestly, that he's the longest odds. That is pretty yeah. good value, but I don't know. It depends what you don't know what Don you're getting. That's the thing I, from three. I like Malik Beasley for the story. I feel like Dame would like crash the interview at the end and be like, oh, like I won it last year. Like now we're teammates and he won it this year. And Malik Beasley's been oh. shooting the shit out of the ball um, for the for the Milwaukee Bucks this year. So I, I like Malik Beasley. Um, and then if if we're doing long shots, I I mean I don't know how you don't sprinkle Donovan Mitchell there at plus seven hundred. Well, now you've convinced me that I have to do that, but I no. still think Cat gets it done. I still think Cat. Yeah, no, I like that. I I, I like that pick. Yeah. Um, and it does. I who do you I, think? I, who do you think's in the finals? If you think it's, if you think 
like who would you be your oh i guess not your ideal final who do you think would be in the finals oh wait is that too quick i could see malik beasley and cat yeah those are guys who used to be teammates too so that'd be interesting yeah. Jalen Brunson, I like just for like the vibes of the season so far. Yeah. I think these guys are better, like pure. I think Brunson the, Halliburton would be the most fun finals. If yeah, that was the combo, it's so, if that was the combo would be so hilarious. If I Brunson feel like it never pans by indie fans. Like yes, true. I feel like it never pans out this way, but like for some, I always think too much about like guys who are in-game shooters and like Tyrese has like a weird form. Yeah. Like, does that translate to this? And like that never really ends up mattering, but it is something I think about. Like, it's hard. And then, like, Trey Young, like, we haven't even, like, really mentioned Trey. Um, you're not giving one. him credit. Not yeah. <laughs> he is, like, you know, one of the best shooters in the league, though, still, and he's at plus 600. I think, you know, Br- Brunson, Trey Young would be a crazy final, too. Those two guys got Nick, Nick's Hawks. You know, I'm sure there'd be Nick's fans there screaming at Trey Young. Yeah, that could be fun. It would be fun. Uh, Trey Young is probably a good pick, a safe pick there. But I feel like he had a really bad either last year or a couple years ago had a tough performance in his in one of his. For, and I don't think he made it out of the first round, but he had a really tough start to it. That's the thing you said. I have no. I've tried to guess this so many years in a row, and I have no rhyme or reason behind who wins the All Star three point contest. It. I feel like every year, everything I think is going to happen flips on its head and some somebody else goes off and some of them sure is going to go off like hits 10 out of 30 or whatever the point is and yeah so I, i'm that's why if i'm picking cat here you might not want to listen to me because i'm really this is an unpredictable one and this is a great group though this feels like a group that any of those people you could theoretically see winning and i'm surprised that's why i'm surprised don is lower than marketed like, I feel like marketing would have been the guy that nobody picks, but marketing can hit the three, too. So everybody yeah. here is just, they light it up. I feel like this is going to be a close comp. Without Curry in there, without, like, Clay in there, without some of those guys when they they were going, like, I feel like maybe the Warriors were always the favorite, too. And Dame is probably a heavy favorite in most people's minds. I just don't think Dame's going to, I don't think he's going to pull it off a two-peat this year. He doesn't have the yeah. motivation to get on this year as much. And you know he's had he's had the games here and there, but he hasn't been. I, I wouldn't say he's been his regular self this season. The fact that he's an all star is like debatable as it is. Like, yeah, we're we're, we're going to get into that. We'll get into the snubs, uh, yeah, for sure. Um, real quick before we move on, the only thing I'll say, I, I am going to inject my Celtics bias a little bit this episode because I think okay. if you talk about snubs and, and disrespect, there's been a lot of that happening for the Celtics that. Uh, our coach Joe Mazzula has addressed, but Sam Hauser, I don't know if he's deserving of being in this, but is a guy in the next couple of years, keep, keep the name on the radar because I think Sam Hauser would do great in a competition like this. And he's deserving. He's shooting, he shoots 41% for his career from three. He's shooting 41% again this year. Um, he, he can hit any type of three you want. Like he'll lean and hit one. He can shoot with no space. He's one of the purest forms just in general. Um, so he's a guy I want to, I, I want to see, you know, down the road in the, in this three point contest, but Jake's taking cat. So that's yeah. your final. And then we yeah. both will sprinkle Donovan Mitchell there. I, yeah. I like Malik Beasley. Um, and that is the starry three point contest. The other part of this though. Sabrina versus Steph. 
uh this is this is just cool for a lot of reasons but probably the main reason is it's making history right like we've never had this before we've never had the WNBA crossover uh with the nba at all-star weekend yeah and now we have it i saw a, a sick video today i didn't even know this was a thing sabrina as a fan at a golden state warriors game i think t- she was 10 years old or maybe it was 10 years ago i forget. she was super young and she high-fived steph curry on the way out of the arena on his way to the tunnel and now here they are uh years later all-star weekend facing Easy, off in a three-point contest it this when that shit happens with professional athletes, I always think it's it's the craziest thing in the world. And we have another. Case oh, right before we go too far, before we go too far, Steve. Oh yes, we didn't we talk make about Steve's three pick. point pick. As we trash Trey Young, Steve picked Trey Young to win. So Steve is on the Trey Young bandwagon. Sorry, it's, Steve. I'll get you back here. I do not think I'm just not Steve's picking sharp Trey Young on this man. I'm not picking Trey Young just because I'm a hater. Trey Young very well could win this competition and it'd be not surprising at all there were some trey young spurs rumblings the last couple days that i saw on twitter and and we did have the rumor that trey young might be the odd man out of atlanta and not Dejounte murray uh which was why they didn't move murray at the trade deadline which makes sense in my basketball mind to do so trey young's been in the in there and if he ever got to play with wemby that would just be oh beautiful i think uh as far as the trey young hate too like he probably have a little bit of resurgence there if he was wemby's point guard like oh my god yeah fans would start to come around on him he has like all the well and i think we get we would get trey versus luca like properly because it's san antonio and dallas we'd get four times a year each other so much throw wemby in there throw Kyrie in there like that's (laughs) That makes that's a little that's a little interesting. I like that San Antonio is thinking speaking about. Speaking of uh, speaking of the Mavs too, we we if we're if we're shouting out Steve. He did what was his notes on the Mav that he wanted to say. Mavs are a wagon. This is exact quote from Steve. Mavs are a wagon. <laughs> Gafford Gafford is a monster. Kyrie looks healthy and uh, like he's in his prime. Luca MVP. So that's that is. Uh, Steve's Steve Mavs update as he's not here tonight. We we had to pass along the word. The Mavs have been crushing it. Uh, Luca has been playing like the MVP. Kyrie has been impressive, and we talked about it. We we said the Mavs probably won the trade deadline, and, and Gafford has been unbelievable since joining that squad. So, shout out Steve. Uh, shout out Sabrina and Steph. Who do you got in this? I, I'm going Sabrina for all the vibes. I think yeah, I can't. Pick, I, I, I don't. I'm going to be cheering against Steph so hard in this yeah like, no way you can cheer for stuff and it, it'd be good for so many different reasons it'd be good for growing the game of women's basketball it'd be good for the WNBA, um everything and i i hope we get it i hope sabrina can come through with the victory and yeah so that that'll be something to, to it, that's gonna be on. it's gonna be so much fun to see i can't wait to see it like I hope this is the, is that. I mean, I'm assuming the dunk contest is the main event, but I feel like this should be the main event. Yeah, I think in order stage. I think I did an order of what the okay the schedule was. I could be wrong, but I leave the dunk contest as last uh, for Saturday. Um, but yeah, and you know, for kind of like what you were saying, it's the three point contest might not have guys like Steph, but you also get to see him shoot Mm -hmm. right afterwards against Sabrina. You know, it would be something is if she won and also put up better scores than 
whoever wins the actual three point contest too. That would that that would uh that would turn some heads. I think that that'd be pretty cool for Sabrina. That's gonna be lit. Um, but yeah, that's that's the three point contest breakdown. I have Malik Beasley, Steve has Trey Young, and Jake has Carl Anthony Towns. And we all encourage you to maybe go sprinkle Donovan Mitchell at plus seven hundred. We think those are long odds, and Mitchell is capable of winning this competition for sure. Yes, for sure. The AT and T Slam Dunk Contest, people. You know, people people are sour about this, I think. Uh, they don't like the names that are in it. We have my guy, Jalen Brown, who I'm repping right now. Shout out, JB. Uh, bringing the stars back to the NBA dunk contest is what he says he's doing. Mm-hmm. Heat rookie, Jaime Jaquez Jr. will also be in it. Who, Honestly, before he was in this, I didn't know he, he was a dunker like that. You know, you, you go back and watch his high school and college highlights – um, he's pretty sensational above the rim. Which did you see another set of his high school highlights? CJ Stroud chirping him and saying that he put up 40 on his head. I did see that. Yeah, that's <laughs> I love CJ Stroud, man. He uh I, I love he was talking his shit. That was crazy. The, the hooping and warm-ups for a football player is awesome, dude. You yeah, love to see awesome. that. And yeah, I mean, hey, if that happened, you gotta talk your shit, right? A guy exactly. who's having an incredible year. Uh, for a rookie, and he's in the dunk contest. Um, the defending champ, Mac McClung, who I I could be wrong. I think I picked him to win last year. Um, I might have picked Obi Toppin actually because I do love Obi. And speaking of Obi, his brother Jacob Toppin is also in the dunk contest. So we have Mac McClung, Jaime Hawkes, Jalen Brown, and Jacob Toppin. And it should be good, man. I, I'm I'm picking JB solely for the fact that I'm riding with my guy on the Celtics. He is a star. He's bringing the stars back to the dunk contest. He's one of the best in-game dunkers in the league. And I, you know, I think I think uh, he's got some interesting stuff that he could break out. But I think Mac McClung is definitely still alive because I, the reason Mac McClung is in even close to the NBA. I believe he's on the Orlando's G League affiliate. But the reason he's even in this stratosphere is because of his jumping and dunking abilities. So oh, yeah. I think Mac McClung's definitely still alive here. Who who you got, Jake? Well, I'm not gonna sit on this podcast and go against Jalen Brown in front of you. So I'm I'm rolling with that. I think he's I think Jalen Brown is not is only doing this because he has a point to prove. And that's how Jalen Brown has existed. That's why he is a superstar now. He's not going to enter this contest without some ideas. It's clearly been thought out, I feel like. So I feel like Jalen can't... I feel like he has the most to lose and that he's that's why he's going to win. Because if yeah, he loses right. this, to, if he's the superstar in this and loses, like people aren't just going to give him credit for being in it. They're going to... doing it. Exactly. Even though he should get credit for doing it, but he's got to win it now. Like You called your shot, you got to come out and do it. So I think he gets it done. This is um this is surprising the odds on this. Steve has who Jacob Toppin he took. Yes, he does. But so he also Mac- likes that JB is doing it too. Yes, he did. He did want to mention that Mac McClung is the betting favorite. These are these uh odds are from FanDuel, by the way. This is from a Bleacher Report article. Mac McClung is minus one ninety to win it. That's Jalen Brown is plus four twenty. 
Jacob Toppin is plus 600. Hami Hakez is plus 650. So uh, the long odds are with Hami Hakez. I think these odds make sense for the most part. Um, but I'm rolling with Jalen Brown, man. I want to see. Uh, I want to see some cool stuff. I hope he brings out Porzingis and like tries dunking over the seven foot three guy. <laughs> he, he's gonna get creative in some way. Maybe he'll pay tribute to Gerald Green when he was on the Celtics and blew out the cupcake on the rim. Um, something. I I, I hope I hope we just have dramatics in the dunk contest again. Yeah, Make the dunk contest a- cool again. We need a great final. We need a great. We need a great like back and forth in the. Final. I think JB versus McClung would be awesome. Be awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I have high. I have high hopes with this one though. I have high hopes with this group that they have. I think that that's a good. This we know what McClung can do. Like I said, he has the most to gain out of this. Obviously, Jalen has the most to lose. Jalen, I think, comes in with a plan. Hakas, we'll see. Like a rookie doing it, you never know like what what it can look like. And I think we know what what the Toppins look like when they're in the dunk contest. I'm sure Obi yeah. will be there. That's a part of a dunk, if you might have mentioned that already. But, like, it's going to be – I have a good feeling about this group, good feeling about this contest. I think it's going to deliver. I think last year's gave me some – gave me some a little bit more hope. I'm not as bad – I'm not as big of a complainer on the dunk contest anyways. I, I think that it's hard because there's only so many dunks people can do now and everybody's yeah. like, oh, no, another – between the legs windmill like i've seen that five years ago it's like okay like you go try to do that dunk still like and not on a eight foot rim or seven foot rim in your driveway like go actually do it so we i think there is some like of an online lack of appreciation for the fact that these guys are jumping 11 feet in the air and dunking like they are because it's still pretty now what i hated the multiple attempts over and over again do take away from the dramatics of the dunk. Yes. And I know that you people want to see completed dunks and a, a contest kind of sucks if you just have somebody who just misses both their dunks and then you're done. But if you're going like 10 times and you keep missing these dunks, it is, it can get. You can't, yeah. You can't, you can't do the same one. I, I think if you miss, you got to switch it up on the fly. That's, that's what it should be. I don't have a good idea. Yeah, I think that's a middle ground, right? Like you don't have to you don't have to score a missed dunk, but if you miss doing a certain type of dunk, you can't try that same one. Yeah. That would be ideal. Cuz that's just yeah. there's just like a certain tension that there isn't. Like except you feel bad for him. <laughs> that's like the tension. Yeah. You're like, "Oh no. Like come you're on, like, just oh, get shit, a dunk." That's down. so embarrassing, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, I can't jump over a phone book. Yeah, like exactly. these guys are jumping over Kia's um shout out blake griffin by the way that was still cool as shit that was nuts but yeah man all-star break dunk contest uh if if you're a real hoop head i feel like you love it regardless and let's go jalen brown that's what i have to say about that the big game jake the 73rd all-star game of all time east first west og rules are back man it's beautiful. I'm, I'm so happy. It's just a, a traditional all-star game. This this is what the fans wanted. And uh, I'm glad I'm Silver in the league listened to us. Uh, real quick, I'll rattle off the names from the East and West. In the Eastern Conference, Giannis, Tatum, Dame, Tyrese Halliburton, Bam Adebayo, Paolo Bancaro, Scotty Barnes, Jalen Brown, Jalen Brunson, Tyrese Maxey, Trey Young, Donovan Mitchell. In the West, LeBron, Luka, Kevin Durant, SGA, Jokic, Devin Booker, Steph, AD, Ant, PG, Kawhi, and Cat. 
I noticed while I was writing this out that the the Western Conference has much more nickname um, too. big stars <laughs> than the Eastern Conference does because the East list looks much longer. Uh, it's just because the Western Conference list has a lot of nicknames in it, and that might have just been me getting lazy. But those are the teams. Biggest snub from East, each conference, Jake. Who, who do you got? Well, I, I'll give Steve his shout out first, and he go, gets to go first here. And it's it's got to be Sabonis not making it for Sacramento uh, from Steve's end, and that's understandable. Like Sabonis, I was shocked. Sabonis and Fox, the combination of them, honestly, the like the fact that both of them weren't all stars is kind of shocking. But also the fact that neither of them was an all star is the most shocking because that's a team for two years now has been one of the best teams in the NBA, and. Mm-hmm. They felt deserved, like one of them felt deserving in that group. Who would you take out of this? I mean, I think Cat is probably the easy choice. Like, Cat deserves to be an all star, but the coaches could have, like, this is not representative of the best players in the West, I feel like, because there has to be a player from the Kings. You can have the, and you want to say there's two from the Timberwolves because they've been in first place. That's fine, I guess. But I still think that. One of these guys, it, it, it's close. That's the thing. It's like, I don't feel like there's anybody on the West team that doesn't really deserve it. Maybe LeBron is like the guy who is like the least deserving, but LeBron see, gets voted in. I see so some people Jackson. saying AD. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I guess the two Lake, I guess just the two Lakers in general is tough. Like the nine seed. Maybe. Yeah. But it's the Lakers. Like I'm, I'm yeah. understanding where they're coming I'm from. I'm fine with it. it. It's like, it's like what we keep going back to though. It's just the, that's, how much talent there is in the league yeah. it's like there's there's gonna be more and more snubs every year i feel like yeah i would have liked to see fox in, even though it, it I'm, I'm okay with him not being in i think that he was deserving as well it's hard with you got the two lakers you got the two clippers um but i mean like i don't i can't really argue with i can't argue with Kawhi and pg really and, at all you should. can't argue with katie and booker you can't like that no. they have to be there like it's, SGA, it's really hard to take anybody out of this but sabonis is probably sabonis or fox in for cat i think is the the biggest thing i would have tried to do yeah and you brought up Kawhi and the two guys on the clippers ty Lu earlier in the week said Kawhi might not be able to play in the all-star game or they might hold him out just I think the injury is not that serious. He has an abductor injury, but um, they might, for precautionary reasons, keep Kawhi out. I think Sabonis would easily be the the guy to take his spot if that was Slide the case. Right in there, yeah. Um, so hopefully that happens. Well, you know, I, I, I want Kawhi to be healthy and play as well if he can. But if if he can't play, hopefully Sabonis gets the spot. Um, do you, do you want me to take the Eastern Conference snub? Yeah. Who do you think? Or you can you can weigh in too. So this is a this has been a roller coaster for for I think all Celtics fans. Um, at first, I was like, okay, wow, we might have four All Stars here. And then I was like, let's be realistic. It's probably going to be three. It's probably going to be the Jays and Kristaps Porzingis, Derek White playing out of his mind, but not really there, right? The not, at mm-hmm. least numbers wise. And then when it actually didn't happen, I was like, shit, man. They someone got screwed here. <laughs> um, so long story short, I think Porzingis should be in the all-star game over both Trey Young and uh Julius Randle, who got the the two injured uh replacement spots in the Eastern Conference. Yeah. Kristaps Porzingis 
is averaging 20 points and seven rebounds, two blocks a game, shooting 53%. Julius Randle has the advantage in the points. He's averaging 24 points, has the advantage in the rebounds. He's averaging nine Mm -hmm. rebounds. He's shooting a worse field goal percentage, and he's averaging 0.3 blocks per game. And then it just all comes back to the Boston Celtics being by far the number one team in the league. Joe yeah. Mazzula had a few comments about White and Porzingis being snobs, and he's like, does winning not mean anything anymore? Um, he kind of also gave it to the media, too, about Tatum not being up high enough on the MVP tracker. So Boston fans obviously think they're snubs out of Boston. I do think Porzingis might have been the biggest snub. Also, one thing, I don't think Derek White necessarily should have made it over these guys, but one thing to point out that I saw today, Derek White is the only player in the league that has 100-plus threes, 50-plus steals, and 50-plus plus blocks this season. That's only pretty player. impressive. That's um, pretty good. But, yeah, that, that's my snub from the East. Do you, do you have one that you wanted to throw in, or would you would you agree that it's KP? I think Porzingis deserves it over at least as the like Trey Young getting in. I don't think Trey Young has is having an All Star season, um, and I think KP would has a great case. I think both those guys had a great case. I really yeah. do. I wouldn't have been mad if it was White or KP getting in over a Randall, over a Young, over one of these guys that ended up getting in here. It it's it, the east is not that's the thing too is the east like you said not as many big names in the east you know like it's it's crazy that i, I would have had i would have randall deserved to get in over over porzingis and obviously Embiid deserved to be in there but i, I think you have a better case to say that porzingis could have been over randall initially yeah i think that that's fine um randall no tough start to the year. Porzingis isn't gonna Porzingis's efficiency has been really impressive. I, I I'm that's the Randall hater coming out in me too. But Randall has not like been it like Randall's life has been easier with Brunson around. And obviously Porzingis has been easy with Tatum and Brown. But like you said, one of these teams is one of the best teams in the league, and the other team has made most of their run with Randall on the bench. Like, let's be honest, like Randall got hurt partially through that run and Brunson's mm-hmm. been holding holding it down for them. Brunson's been the the major star point, and it's been. I don't think you know. I, I think he's done it with pretty much every roster he's had around him. OG hurt, Randall out. Brunson's been there consistent. Now, Brunson's been hurt the last couple nights, uh, or was hurt for a little bit, two games there, whatever. But I I could have seen Porzingis getting in there or Derek White getting in there over Randall, especially over Barnes and Young. Scotty yeah, makes a lot of sense. Trey Young doesn't make any sense to me, though. That's what I should have mentioned. Like, I'm saying I think KP should have got in over over Randall for sure, but, like, definitely should have been the injury replacement for, like, over Scotty Barnes, I think. Um, White, same kind of deal. Like, maybe Derek White shouldn't have. I think Porzingis clears Scotty Barnes as far as the, the, the seasons they've been having this year. Um but uh, yeah, I don't know. That's that. That people get snubbed. I think it's a talent thing. I'm okay uh, with. I guess I'm. I I don't really like. Obviously, I think the Celtics guys would have been first in line. The Rosen would have been a fine choice too to be one of the All Star replacements. I just don't think that I, I'm okay. And I see like okay, Scotty Barnes. I get why he gets in here at this point. 
But Trey Young did not have a great – he's not been all-star. There was a reason he was off that team, and I felt like there have been players better. Like I feel like Porzingis and White have had more impact than he's mm-hmm. had most of this year. And Trey just gets in because he's Trey. Um, I don't know. I didn't need to see him on the on this replacement team. Um, and I wish Joel was in this game. Yeah. Joel being in this game would make it more fun because I think the West takes it. Yeah. I I, honestly like making this list. I was like, wow, this kind of seems lopsided. And then I was like, well, I don't think the reserves for the East were picked that well. As you know, I just, I just went on talking about that. And then, I mean, the West is just stacked, bro. Like they just, they just have all the big names on, on this all-star team. It seems like, like the fact that they have Steph coming off the bench, um, it's crazy on that side. So, yeah, I, I think it could be West. Obviously, if Embiid plays, it's a different game. And, you know, the, the East, like, don't get me wrong. This is still, I'm going to be pulling for the East. I got the Jays both playing for the Eastern Conference. Um, uh, I think it's it could be anyone's game, but I, I'm going West, West here as well. Who you got for All-Star MVP, if you think it's West? Uh, SGA. Ooh, I like that. I think... I, I think I'm going to go Luca. Luca's I, think good, I was good. thinking him too. Yeah, that's a good. Choice. I think he's going to try to break Tatum's uh, All-Star points well, record because you got to think of who's going to be finishing this game. Like LeBron might not play the second half. Bet you Jokic doesn't play the second half. Like Kawhi's maybe not even going to make play the whole game. Like I bet you Giannis doesn't play a bunch at towards the end. So who's going to be the final five? I feel like Luca is a good choice for that. And SGA is going to want to be on the court at the end of this game because it's like his coming out party. And so yeah. I feel like SGA is, is a solid person in that role. Like Halliburton on the other side, if you're picking the East, like Halley's obviously going to be out there late and be pushing. That's a good one. He might be a good MVP choice. Uh, Mitchell might be a good MVP choice depending on how hot he gets because he loves to do that in these competitions. He had a pretty good year last year. Um, I don't think Brunson makes a lot of sense. It's like an all-star like I wouldn't bet on Brunson or Barnes to be All Star MVP. I don't think. What if Tatum like, gets back to back years? That's that's true. Tatum, I wasn't thinking about Tatum last year at all, and he came out and balled out. Yeah, so yeah, he had the he has the most points in All Star game history now, fifty five. Yeah. That's why I think Luca could be chasing that the type of scoring he's been he on this be. year. That's true. I think I think he knows he gets compared to Tatum all the time, or the two of them get compared to each other. I shouldn't say he just gets compared to Tatum. Um, but yeah, man. So so many opportunities for MVPs here. We both like the West. Uh, we're loving that it's back to the East versus West style. No yes, weird. Super excited for the All Star game. Uh, stay locked in with us and stay locked in with Win Streaks, guys, because we told you at the top of the show we're mm-hmm. giving away a ten dollar game time gift card. Um, next week on the show, so we'll be all after all the All Star stuff. We'll go over all that. And we're going to be giving away a gift card. All you have to do is download the Winstreaks app. Go download it. It's free to play. Always free to play. No deposits ever. You pick your favorite teams to win. You just scroll down that nice interface right there. You pick teams. It tells you how many points you'll get for the teams that you're picking. You accumulate those points. And then you win cash prizes. Use our code HHH when you're signing up in the referral code box. HHH. I'm making my picks. Go ahead. HHH, like I said, and you guys will be entered to win this game time gift card that we are giving away courtesy of Win Streaks next week. 
You got I'm picking my tonight. picks right now. Making my picks right now. UCLA, 55 points at home. Slight underdog. Utah Jazz, 59 points. Warriors just played last night. Now, oh I picked God. against the Warriors on a bet the other night on a road back-to-back. They beat up on Indiana. So they have, they're not – but that's a lot of road back-to-backs in a week. But $10, yep. get, sign up for the code, as Benny was saying, HHH. Chance to win a $10 gift card. And it's free to play. It's fun. It's fun. It's Get really it. like if you put your like you put your if you're a better and you're spending money, like and you think you're so sure about a bet, just like you you have to download win streaks and just do it, do it on the side too. Like it doesn't make any sense to not play win streaks when it's free. You yeah. don't have to deposit anything. Like this is not. This is not gambling. It's not anything like that. Like anybody can go out and do this, but if you're placing them, just go do this anyways. Yeah. Like, like <laughs> go, do, if... go do the free play, get your confidence up, test some theories out. Like yeah. there's a lot of ways that you can like pair this um, and have fun with this, with a different league across different leagues, across different sports. Um, it's going to be awesome. Yeah, it's great. If you're just hanging out with the boys and you guys are all throwing a game, everyone, everyone take a take a side on win streaks. Someone pick one side, someone pick the other, or you guys all ride and try to accumulate those points. Like Jake said, it's free to play. You're doing yourself a disservice not having the win streaks app. So go download, use our code HHH when you sign up. You'll be entered to win the game time gift card. And that will do it for Happy Hour Hoops, folks. Enjoy the All-Star break, dunk contest, three points, Sabrina versus Steph, East versus West. It's going to be great, guys. Later.